I'm I'm now starting. Since he's, he's pointing at me with great, I'm, with I'm point, great I, fervency. I'm pointing at Pastor Shaka. So I hope I did notice. I, I have, I've now started to be able to learn how to harmonize a little bit. Is I'm, that it? I'm going to be snarky. Is that what that is? Well, I don't know, <laughs> I, I'm, but, I'm, but, I'm, but I'm trying. You Ouch. are. You are. And I do notice that you don't always just sing the melody. Welcome to Christ in All Things, a conversation about meaning and purpose. It's based on a Bible verse, Colossians 1:17, which says, Christ is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Christ in All Things is a listening ear into conversations about receiving and giving the love and hope of Christ. And these conversations, they are an invitation. Because as you'll hear, and as much as we enjoy having them, digital media operates from a distance. And that is not what's best for us, with God, or with one another. So, thanks for listening. And if you're in the neighborhood, we invite you to participate in person in the life that finds its epicenter at St. Paul's Lutheran Church, 210 East Pleasant Street in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. Welcome to Christ in All Things. I am Pastor Lance O'Donnell. I'm Pastor Jason Schockman. And with us is our special guest. Allison Mackey. Who serves as the Director of Parish Music here at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Oconomowoc. Uh, we have a bit of a of a conversation that's been long in the coming, I think. Um, Worship What Not Part 5. Uh, the question at hand is, why do we print? Uh, we've, we've had several conversations about this over time. In, in, in a year and a half or so that I've been here, we've seen a transition which kind of forced our hand, not, not by choice, but we learned some things along the way. And when, we, and when we say why we print, we're talking in particular about our 1030 service in which we print the order of service. In full. In, in, in full. And we want to talk today about how we ended up getting there and some of the pros and cons of printing versus projecting the worship service on the screen. Let's start with a passage of Scripture. Sure. We're going to start with, in, are we in 1 Corinthians? Indeed. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, uh, verse 33 says, uh, For God is not a God of confusion, but a God of peace. Uh, other translations would say, not a God of chaos, but a God of order. And this is an important passage for us in, in worship. And there are, other pa- there are other related passages, but we, we prize order that so people know what they're getting. We have a sense of what we're coming into and where we're going through the worship service. And this, this reflects not only long strand, longstanding tradition, although it's certainly that, but the actual command of God going back thousands, thousands of years uh, related to this. So we want things to be done decently and in good order for the benefit of God's people. And so we have a, an order of worship of worship. Yeah. Uh, and several, there are several settings that we use for that order of worship. Uh, but uh, if you've been listening to the Worship Whatnot series, uh, you heard in parts uh, one, two, and three, the the general structure with some detail um, of what that order is. And so we follow that even, 
even in the, the printed material that we hand out as a bulletin, uh, well, as a worship, I don't know, order, of service. It, order of service, right? And that's what we call it, right? On the front page, it says right there, order of service, right? So that, that's what you're getting uh, in that printed material. It will be helpful for the listener to go back and listen to part four, worship what not for, which is why we sing. Yeah. And we're, so again, we're talking today about why we print, and in particular, in the context of St. Paul's, why we print the order of service at our 1030 service, which uses all kinds of different instrumentation and voices and things of that nature. So, And, and part, of that ha- part of that printing, the full order of service, ha- happened in my time here, uh, in part because... Um, we found we were having significant challenges with our sound system. And that goes back to before your time. So let, let me do, let me do the background there because sure. it, it predates when either it predates either of us. It, it, pre, it predates both Allison Mackey, our direct director of parish music and pastor Jason Shockman, uh, the other pastor here And in, I came in 2012 there, the congregation had already been in process. So there were some, disgruntledness about the sound system. We, we put different speakers in that process was in place and happened in 2013. When it, what we ended up doing is we made things better for the, for the band, but we, this, the way we put the speakers in ended up several speakers along the wall. It ended up bouncing sound all around the building and it, and it made it, it filled the place with sound, but it made it worse for the spoken word. Yeah, intelligibility of what was being said got muddied and lost. And at certain points in the sanctuary, uh, in the nave, right, the, you could hear the volume clear, clear as day, but understanding what someone was saying was n- next to impossible. So the, the, the background is, is helpful because this became a great source of frustration for me. I don't have a little voice. Uh, I, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a, a little... Well, let's. I'm not a. I'm not a little pansy voice guy. No, and you're not like me. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> and you're not a pansy voice guy either. Um, but so no. so many things so, I could say. But at, but at, but at some at some point in my in my frustration, oh I said to the elders of the congregation, "We're spending thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars on infrastructure stuff, but the whole reason we exist." is to be gathered around word and sacrament and worship. And people are having a hard time understanding what I say. Are we going to do something about this? Yeah. And when I put it in those terms, and it was more frank than that in a the context bit. of the elders meeting, uh, <laughs> the guys, the guys really rallied quickly yeah. Yeah. And, and we received a donation. We happened to receive a donation. And so we did, we had done an expensive acoustical study. We have this, and you've talked about this a number of times, Pastor Shockman. We have an incredibly wonderful acoustical space that is designed for people to hear the word and and sing and sing. It's gorgeous and and so it was very frustrating. So we we examined a couple different bids. We ended up choosing what's called a line array speaker, and so because and tell people why in our sanctuary why it okay, had to be so, like that. So our sanctuary is very much built from sound for sound to go from one place in the room and fill the room. 
with with the front walls that bounce the sound the congregation sings back to them, with the the almost band shell over the river dose over the altar area that projects the sound out from that to the to the um, sanctuary, uh, from the way that the sound comes out of the choir loft and then filters back down even underneath of the choir loft of the balcony, uh, our our sanctuary was designed by people who knew what they were doing when it comes to sound. Uh, and they really built it to keep the sound going, uh, not, not in an overly reverberated way, but in a, in a way that if the sound came from one place, it would be clearly heard through the entire room. So the sound system we had in place had like six speakers down each side or three speakers down each side of the sanctuary, which simply projected the sound into the middle, right? So by putting a line array speaker at the very front of the sanctuary and on one side, right, we have been able to, uh, with a computer's help, uh, direct the sound coming out of that speaker so that it covers the entire swath of the nave where the congregation sits during worship. Uh, and we can, we, we were, with the help of some sound engineers, able to program that tall line array speaker to direct and focus the sound coming from the front of the sanctuary to the hearers. So this is this is how this relates to print. We 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 put the line array speaker in. Yeah. It it was an immediate significant improvement. Yeah. An immediate significant improvement. But that speaker where it was placed required us to take down the screen that was used for worship. Yeah. And this this speaker is about eight inches wide and about twelve feet tall. So we, we <laughs> so we if you're not so we had to remove we had to remove the screen and we said we're gonna print for a while while we figure out what we're gonna do. And this is like a lot of things that happened during the pandemic. You know, sometimes things happen and you make an adjustment and then and then you it it forces you to reevaluate. So for our 1030 service, we went from projecting everything on screens yeah. to printing. And we did and we did that for a while. And then in the process we're reevaluating and now we're getting some questions and legitimate questions. You know, when are the screens going to go back up? Yeah. And we're going to talk now let's we're going to spend the next few minutes talking about pros and cons of print versus screens and and, and pros and cons of screens mm-hmm. right it's not it's not just pro one and negative the yep. other we we want to have this conversation so that you the listener you know members of St. Paul's you can listen into the things that we've been trying to figure out and learning along the way so number one issue yeah. Where did where you I sent Pastor Shackman, I sent you wanted to go somewhere else where no. I, I want to start with the number one issue. Yeah, right. And and so that's a, I, that's where I was gonna go is yeah. the, the the biggest thing that we've noticed in the midst of this is when you are able to sit back and simply watch a screen, you're very passive in worship. And the 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 Lutheran tradition in worship, uh, the liturgy itself is designed for you, the worshiper, to be a participant. 
not not a passive receiver. Although we are passively receiving God's grace and word and sacrament, we are engaged in repeating the song, in in repeating the teaching of the faith, so that we hold on to it. So there there is this. Lutheran worship is intended to be receiving and giving. Yes. It's intended to be interactive. Yes. And what screens tend to do is they put us in a in a mostly passive posture. And that's a significant disadvantage. And and well, it's a significant change in the tradition of the worship life of a congregation of a Lutheran confession. Sure. So there, there are, there are one, so the printed service. So when we, we start to print everything, the fact that you have something in your hand that you have to interact with in turn. Uh, and this has a number of advantages and maybe Allison, we can bring your, uh, Allison Mackey, our director of Paris music, not only knows this subject, but she also has this deep, particular fondness for little children. <laughs> um, and and I, Allison, I think it would be helpful, really helpful, for the people, our listeners, and especially the people, of the congregation, to talk about the advantages of print f- for parents with not the littlest children, right. but young children. Well, I mean, young children are all about concrete things that are right in front of them. So to help your children follow along with the service. Part of what I think we all have had the experience of doing is sitting next to a little kid with your order of service or your hymnal out and following along with your finger pointing out where we are in the service, which you can't really do with a screen when it's up in the front of the church. And it's not a concrete thing that a kid can hold on to and pay attention to and be focused on. Now, to to be fair... If you have this, the screen has its convenience advantage. If you have a baby or a toddler, yes. And the reason for that is because they move around and wiggle around <laughs> and take lots of hands to corral them. Yeah. So, so if you're not holding a hymnal or you're not holding a bulletin or an order of service, rather, you you have both hands free to corral your little one. Or to yes. rock your little one or to hold your little one uh, and keep them close to you. And I would even say uh, that held against you, your little one is going to hear you sing better and mm-hmm. more and, and respond to that in a way that they're not if they're simply sitting in a car seat next to you in a pew. And one, So, Allison, and you point this out, and this was, it wasn't a revelation to me, but you were, you were really helpful to me in, in seeing this, is when... And you talked about this in a in a newsletter article back about this when we were talking about the advantages of hymnals, but similar things apply here. When you're looking at a screen and you've got a kid on your lap, all you see is that one specific verse, and maybe even not just a verse, just a line. Right. Whereas, if you have the printed, you can you see the what you called the, the story of the hymn. Mm-hmm. You can see what's ahead. If you got a little kid that's starting to learn how to read, then you can point at, at letters that they're learning and mm-hmm. words that they're, you can point ahead. You don't, you simply, you simply can't do that with a screen with a screen. Yeah. And so there, there's a, there's an advantage. It, there's a, 
a parental teaching advantage. Mm-hmm. And in big church language, we all call, also call that a, a catechetical advantage. Yeah. I mean, one of the one of the other advantages that we've talked about is when we, we hand you a printed service, you can write on it. Yeah. You can underline it. You can write things in it. You can give it to your kid and tell your kid, hey, as we go through the church service today, every time you see the word Jesus, circle it. Every time you see the word God, circle it. Let's help our kids see who this is really all about. And so, I mean, so our listeners are already hearing where we're going is we don't want, after knowing what we know now and what we've observed in the, in the posture and attitude of the congregation, all things considered, quite frankly, it's, it's a, we just see it as a big advantage to continue to print this service. Yeah. And there, there are some, there are some disadvantages right to print, you know, for one, you're using, you're using a bunch of paper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, that, that ends up getting, you know, recycled or going to a landfill. And, and I want to, I want to ask the question of when does it go to the landfill? When does it get recycled? Because what we would like to see happen is when you come to worship and you take your order of service and you follow it along through the service, my hope is that you read something or saw or sang something or saw a scripture reference that you want to go look at later, or you take your order of service with you when you leave church and throw it on your dashboard. And you, you just said something significant. Yeah. You said scripture reference. Yeah. So, in, a, so, in a print, in a printed order of service, like we have, we can put, so a lot of the, the order of service that we use comes directly from the scripture or it's paraphrases of the scripture. Most of it. And in the hymnal, if you look in our Lutheran service book hymnal, you'll see the references all over the place that tell you where all this stuff comes from. Right. In a printed order of service, we can do that. And we, where, do, and we do. Whereas we would have to put, it, it would end up obscuring the, what's on the screen or it would be sometimes too small to see. Or it's just there for a passing moment. Or it's there for a passing moment. And by the time you go, oh, I wonder where that came from, you can't go look, right? The, for, for me, the point of it, we're using up a lot of paper is, yeah, but if you're taking that bulletin and like, like I said, throwing it on your dash of your car, and then when you, when you get to work in the morning, you pull it down and you read a verse of a hymn or you read a part of a text of scripture or, or you reread the prayers of the church or you, when you're sitting uh, waiting for uh, a doctor's appointment, you can take the bulletin in with you uh, and read it over again so you can be reconnected to that life of the congregation, which is sustained by the word of or God. Or there was something that we sang yeah, that really... St- and we, we try to pick music, go back to listen to Worship What Not For, yeah, why, why we, we why sing, because mm-hmm. it, it's worth, we sing, we sing to teach the faith. Yeah. We, we sing to pray. In fact, pull up the Colossians passage. Yeah, Pastor I got it. Shockman. Right here. Is it, yeah. It's Colossians 3.16. All the good ones are 3.16s, right? Uh, this says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And so when, when we put that printed order of service in your hand, in that, that hymn that is, or that song that is beautiful, or, you know, that psalm, it, 
you or that can, spiritual song. You take it. You can take it with you. Yeah, and let it teach you and admonish you as you go through the week. Right. The, the, to you me, can that's take a it huge in. You, I just came from two hospital visits. Yep. It, it's it struck me. We got a member of my our congregation who had COVID. Yep. And he's recovering. Thanks be to God. Amen. And we can hand him. Some, we can hand him that he could take. You know the 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 bulletin with him. He can have it with him. He can ha- he can pray yeah. that hymn over and over again. As it, you know, fortunately he's getting better. But what if he wasn't? Yeah. You know, he'd have that right in front of him, and it. So again, for, and this is especially for the people of St. Paul's, the big pro for projecting the service is just simply that it's convenient. Yeah. And and it is. I think you have to say, you'd be able to just walk in. You don't have to worry about anything. You just sit back and you're there. Oh, there's one and other pro. new, you don't know. Right. You know. Right. If you're new to the to St. Paul's and uh, you yeah, can yeah. just yep. follow along on the screen, that's great. Uh, there's one other pro. Sure. Right? Uh, uh, and Allison, you can probably speak to this better than I can, but, you know, as the choir music dude that has kind of been what frames my life, um, you... When you look up at the screen, you generally stand in a much better posture for singing. And it's, it's honestly a little easier to project when you, when your back is straight, when your chin is at least level, if mm-hmm. not up a little bit, right. To be able to project and to sing, uh, and as opposed to having a, a, a bulletin or an order of service printed in your hands and you're looking down, uh, into your, almost your lap, Right, that's not a good posture to sing, but there are ways of fixing how we stand and how we hold our bulletins. We just need yeah, a you just you can hold it up a little bit more. Yeah. The, yes. the the other leg, the other really legitimate question that I've received is besides the the environmental question is aren't we throwing away a lot of paper? And that's that's legit. It totally is. But it is a biodegrad it is a degradable resource as opposed to all the stuff you have in a projector and all that. But I mean, you, like Allison said, we wanted to go, yeah, we, we could argue, we could say that we could argue for, argue, for hours over the relative environmental bit, but cost you yeah. know, isn't, isn't that cost. So hear, hear this clearly in order to print the number of bulletins that we need for the 1030 service right now, it costs us $11 and 30 cents a week. If we, if we were to, if we it, were just say that again, it costs us, Eleven dollars and thirty cents for everybody. That's not per bulletin. Per week, it's, it, it's eleven dollars and thirty cents per week for the ten thirty service. For that, for the whole congregation, for all everybody who's gathered at ten thirty to have their own personal bulletin, as opposed to so if we did, we just did some math. If we bought n- new screens, yep, our projectors are old. They'll have it, and they'll have to be replaced. But right now they work. But yep. they would have to if we if it, we did. We we anticipate bare bare minimum cost of around fourteen thousand dollars to replace the screens to replace the and the projectors and, and the projectors, and that would take us how many how many years to break even roughly if we if we just continued printing yep. it would take about twenty years with guessing that prices are going to go up with inflation right right now as it is straight up it's twenty two point two years so which isn't considering the cost of the bulbs, which is way more than you would ever, I mean, those are hundreds of dollars, aren't they? And, and the, the other, so again, if, if you're, if you're a regular 1030 worshiper and you like the screens and that's legit because it's been easier and that's what you know, um, I, I get it. Right. I mean, it, it it is easier and, you know, but 
there are some there are some disadvantages, and really, what we're saying here, there's some dis there, and more importantly, there's some really important advantages, advantages. Mm-hmm. to printing, and, and and most notably, it's been the stuff we've talked about. It's about you know it it requires you to be more active. It enables you to write in it. You have a you have a devotional resource that goes with you. I don't need to. I don't need a volunteer to yeah. run a to run a projector, which was it, for the people in the pew may not know. Every other week, we either didn't have somebody, and we were scrambling at the last minute to get somebody to press a button, or yeah. it was the same somebody week in and or week out. Or it was the same somebody every week. week I won't so. mention her by name, but she is very faithful. She was very faithful <laughs> yes. to do that task often. Four weeks a month. I can, we can't tell the congregation how many times it happened where nobody had signed up to do it. And, and someone who was running sound and running the screens at the same time. So it was. That happened too. So, yeah. you know, we, we don't, we don't have to, we don't have to deal with that when we, when we print. So there, there are, you know, there are lots of advantages to print. W- one more. Yeah. Um, when, when you come into service and you're a little early. And you have your order of service. You can uh, read, skim over, read through the service as a whole and get a sense of how does all this fit together? Um, we, we don't pick music for church that is disconnected because simply because, well, we really like this song, so we're going to do this song this week. And well, this song was kind of new to us, and we really enjoyed it. It's kind of jazzy, so we're going to do this one for the end because it's up tempo. Sometimes we do that a little bit. Sometimes we pick songs in all the services. For, in all the services, we. I mean, they're 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 fundamentally fundamentally we, though we choose what is sung throughout a service so that it all fits together around one theme around one thing in particular we hope the thing that was preached about are the thing that came to the fore in the readings yeah so So you can take that moment before the service starts read through your bulletin or just skim across it and and get a glimpse of what is the story of the service this week just like you can look at an entire hymn if it's printed right you can see all the verses and kind of see the narrative of where this hymn is taking you. You can do the same thing over the context of an entire service, even before it begins. So we, we will at some point, I will sometime soon here, I'll schedule a meeting and give people an opportunity to talk to me and us about, about this. Yeah. Uh, we're we're recording this to tell people you know we didn't I didn't go into when we when we put the new speaker system in I went into it anticipating we would end up projecting again yeah and yeah. we would find smaller now, screens now we have and, now we yeah. have all this obs- we have qualitative <laughs> observation over several months yeah we we have observed people and from my from my seat as the senior pastor I see such significant advantages to continuing to print that it doesn't make any sense to me to ask to put money to put screens back up in there. For the occasions that we need a screen for a chapel or something like that, we can project on the wall and it's fine. And we do. And 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 we and we do. Um, Allison, is there anything that you feel like you want to? You don't have to. Yeah, I mean, if there anything you wanted to add, 
at the at the 1030 service, you're at the piano near the front of the congregation. What what I'm observing, I just I think people I I think I've seen people sing better as a as a congregation when the with the printed material than they did when everything was on a screen. That's my my observation. Do you have any I haven't no I'm also like wedged in the corner behind a bunch of people. Like I yeah. can't see anything that's going on yeah. at that service. Which uh, from based on a comment I said earlier, that corner she sits in is one of the only dead spots acoustically. Oh yeah. That's room. horrible. So, so you, so you, so you have to, you have to have a cup, you have to have some supplemental sound yeah, we yes. or, or something. We're, and we're, we're working, working on that. On but that. so um, yeah, we're all, yeah. we didn't talk about it here, but printing also gives us the possibility to, put notes and music in front of you, which we haven't done a lot. And when we have done, it's been pretty tiny, but we're working on a way that so makes the, that it, more user-friendly. It's really user something friendly. that you can't do well on a screen. Yes. Right. And, and this is this is a really big deal. And, you know, I think you and I have talked about this a great deal while the three of us have together. But, you know, you grew up singing, Pastor Shockman. Allison, you grew up singing and playing. I didn't. Uh, I I learned to sing when I in my twenties when I started going to church. I didn't have a you know I really didn't have a clue. But over, because I was in church week in and week out, um, I learned to follow notes. Yeah, I, I mean, I still don't sight read well, but mm-hmm. I learned I learned to follow it. And I mean, you guys you guys grew up with this and you yeah. did this. Yeah, to be able to to be I mean it's a honestly God it's a revelation to me is a guy who didn't grow up being taught how to sing that I can look at a musical page and I, I can have a, a decent idea of what this might sound like. And that only happened because I've been in, I was in better, I was in church regularly and following along. I'm now starting, you may have noticed I'm, I'm now starting. Since he's, he's pointing at me with great, I'm, with I'm point, great I, fervency. I'm pointing at Pastor Shaka. So I hope I did notice. I, I have, I've now started to be able to learn how to harmonize a little bit. Is I, that it? I'm going to be snarky. Is that what that is? Well, I don't know, <laughs> I, I'm, but, I'm, but, I'm, but I'm trying. You Ouch. are, you are. And I do notice that you don't always just sing the melody. Sometimes I hear you from across the chancel singing what I'm singing. Or, Fo- or trying to me. figure out, cause yeah. I have a bass, more bass. Yeah. So yeah. Well, when I, I'm singing I, the bass part and, and right, folks who are listening along, if I hadn't learned how to follow the musical notation over the course of, 25 years, I wouldn't even have tried. Yeah. And this is part of the, part of the, part of the reason to print. I mean, the number one reason for me is it's you, you have a more active worshiper an engaged worshiper, a more engaged worshiper, a, a, a really big, maybe secondary reason maybe is it helps us teach you how to sing. Yeah. A, A printed sort of better, better helps us teach you the faith and have it carry it with you. Because how do we teach the faith? In part, by singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Amen. So if you're a member of St. Paul's, I'll give you an opportunity to talk to me about this and talk to us about this. But we're making the case for why it's... Why we print. Why we print. And it's we think it's a real, all things considered, a real advantage. Thanks for listening, and thanks for the conversation. For show notes and other information about this or other episodes of Christ in All Things, visit ChristInAllThings.org. 
Comments may be emailed to comments at christinallthings.org. To support Christ in All Things, click the donate page at either christinallthings.org or splco.org. In thanks for a one-time gift of $100 or more, you receive a pair of nerdy blue light blocking glasses with the Christ in All Things logo on them. Pastor Shockman loves these. That is so not true. Patrons who subscribe for a monthly gift of $20 or more will have early access to the show and receive some on-air clapping, as well as a pair of Wisconsin-made Christ in All Things hiking socks. Gifts of $1,000 or more will receive thunderous on-air clapping <laughs> and a word of thanks, plus a handmade leather Christ in All Things folio by the Murdy Creative Company. For a gift of $10,000 or more, we will go bleepin' bananas. <laughs> Do a happy dance and take the show on the road to your home or wherever it is you'd like to fly us to record with you. All post-production surplus supports youth ministry at St. Paul's. Thank you for your support. Christ in All Things is a production of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, 210 East Pleasant Street, Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. For more information about St. Paul's, visit splco.org, email us at info at splco.org, or call us at 262-567-5001. Intro, outro music, setting by Joseph Hurl, copyright 1998, Concordia Publishing House, used with permission.